0: hey friends and freaks this week we examine the gruesome murder of travis alexander dare, dare to, join to join us hello guys <laughs> welcome back to alt Cult nation podcast i am tessa i'm taylor and this week we are doing true crime i told you she was gonna fuck up wow, your legs we
1: weren't kidding no
0: i wasn't she,
1: i like a raptor toe i just felt the one claw go yep. right into my meat
0: yep for our listeners my one cat annabelle was i think halfway onto lap. taylor's lap um and i warned her before we started recording that Annabelle would fuck her legs up because she likes to do this thing of digging her claws super deep into your skin. Um, I thought she was just gonna like
1: make some muffins, but like maybe no. get a little like pinpricky with no. it. No,
0: that was a. F- oh, now I'm scared. <laughs> that was a full like yeah. e- 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 yeah. moment. Nope. Uh, don't even come over and do it to me. Yeah, that startled me, ma'am. Ooh i'll probably post a picture of the cats on instagram you should. i've never done that i've only posted alaska but she doesn't like you guys no it's just that alaska can be heard yeah. so i'm like here's this fucktard that you can hear in the episode sometimes sometimes but we do talk about dorian kind of often he,
1: cause i don't. he scares the shit out of me most of the time when he's in the room when yeah we're podcasting because he's not there and then boom there he is
0: yes he is a ninja a bit a
1: and bit he's an asshole he also he has a very alarming face like he looks <laughs> like he's
0: alarmed
1: <laughs> all the time and he, like, <laughs> it hits me in the feels and my Listen. anxiety is just like
0: <laughs> he was abandoned as a baby that's why i have him
1: i don't know but like also He just lives up to his namesake that way. Yeah, he does, for sure. He's cute as fuck. He is. He's a cool cat. He just, he bites sometimes. Cool cat. He's a cool cat.
0: Back to the The real- The actual topic. Yeah, the actual topic. um, (laughs) Which is the murder of Travis Alexander. So that's so official. (laughs) I was gonna say completed by- Completed. <laughs> what? And now I can't think of the word. Committed. <laughs> Thank you, you're welcome. Completed. Committed. I mean
1: it was completed, but like also by this
0: crazy bitch. Weird phrasing. Named Jody Arias. Yeah. And it blows my mind that no one know or that some people don't know about her. <laughs> AKA me. Taylor before this week. Because this is one of the stories that, like, I've followed. Not, like, from the very start, but, like... Well, I mean, it's it's within our time
1: of, like, being of an age where... Yeah. Like, we could consume this content, like, on of our own free will... Yeah. Without, like, any parental figures or anybody else being like, Hey, you're fucking weird. This is depressing. Don't watch it.
0: Yeah. So, like... I remember watching I think it was a sixty minutes episode at my grand at my grand and pap's house when I was when we were in high school. I remember seeing a sixty minutes episode on this. Yeah. And I was like, What the fuck? This yeah. woman is crazy <laughs> and like she's lied too many times. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's to a lot of- try to
0: claim innocence now. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but
1: what did you say earlier? If a person
0: changes their story at least three times, they're guilty. <laughs> Facts. Which Jody Arias did. But...
1: And very poorly,
0: might I add. Um, yeah. Like, it wasn't even, like, a, oh,
1: like, you mixed up, like, little tiny detail. Like, no, this was full, like, No, completely, yes,
0: yeah, no.
1: On every story she tried to spin. Yeah. Like... If you're gonna commit a murder, like don't be fucking dumb. Be be minusculely minuscule minusculely. Min- no. Thank you. Minusculely
0: smarter than that. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. I didn't want to say that word. That's a hard word. <laughs> um, but yeah. Before we get into the uh, the nitty gritty, just a very quick background on these people. Yeah. I didn't go too into it because. Not that it's not interesting, but it's, like, there's a lot of information with, like, the actual case. And I don't want this to be a three-hour-long episode. So, Jodi Arias was born on July 9th, 1980, in Salinas, California. And her parents... So, it's never been, like, outwardly said that she had an abusive upbringing but at some point during like the trial she or like leading up to the trial I think she it was before the that, trial like, started it. yeah she was like well my dad was like emotionally and physically abusive and then that's why I started dating all these guys who would then abuse me her like I think it was her first serious boyfriend she like he was kind of sketchy not, like, I don't think he actually got physical with her, but it was just, like, a toxic relationship. Yeah. But before she, like, met Travis, she was in a really, really long relationship with a man whose name I didn't write down because I forgot to. But he had a son, and, like, they ha- like they were, like, super happy together. And honestly, I don't even remember why they broke up, but it was, like, this seems like a pretty healthy relationship.
1: Yeah. So like obviously yes you have your trauma of course like everybody yeah. has their trauma from one thing or another, but you can't commit murder Mur- yeah because of trauma <laughs> yeah like it's still wrong it's still not okay
0: yeah even if it's true it's still not okay. <laughs> There's a quote from Brooklyn Nine Nine that I'm trying to think of. I have a meme with it screenshot. Oh my god <laughs> because cool mode of still murder. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Andy Samberg's character, so, like, it's even better. That's perfect. <laughs> we we'll post that one. <laughs> um, So then, Travis Alexander, he was born July 28th, 1977, in Riverside, California, and he, he did have an, an abusive childhood. Both of his parents were... Addicts and like just all around kind of trash. Yeah. Um. So when he was ten years old, he actually moved in with his grandmother.
1: Yeah, they had full guardianship of him and what his seven Seven siblings. siblings,
0: Yeah, and she was a Mormon, and that's how he was introduced to that religion. And that's how from then on he like Jody is Jody
1: is. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and I'm then sorry, from guys. then on he was like f- pretty like full-blown like i am very i am a very devout mormon and that's actually why he moved to mesa arizona because the one of the largest
1: uh, congregations yeah, yeah
0: i was gonna say temples and i'm like that's not the right yeah, word I don't, I no know. it's not okay It's <laughs> <I don't>,
1: maybe <laughs> no
0: i just can't talk <laughs> same so jody and travis met in september of 2006 at a prepaid legal services conference in las vegas which he was like a traveling salesman with
1: them like yeah he promoted their stuff like those like oh hey you get a free cruise but you have to come sit and watch like this seminar thing i got the impression that that's kind of what his job was like he did
0: those seminars, yeah, All he was, over, yeah. Trying to get
1: people to buy this stuff,
0: yeah. Like his, he was, um, like a he was a salesman and a motivational speaker, yeah, yeah. And Jody was, um, so she was like a budding photographer, but she also was trying to become a saleswoman, and that's why she was at the conference, yeah. And they pretty much hit it off like right away like they started a relationship despite her living in palm desert california at the time and he as i said already lived in mesa arizona so a lot like a lot of their relationship was long distance and but they spoke every single day and the one source i read said that they exchanged like 38, I think, 38,000 emails.
1: See, the email thing? That's just
0: fucking crazy. Because, like, <laughs>
1: I don't know. What? I don't fucking email Too old now. for you? Yes. <laughs> yes. 100%. 100%. It just seems weird for the time frame that it's in. Like, social media is a thing at this point. Texting is a thing. Well, they also texted a lot, too.
0: But, like...
1: What? Was it just supposed to be, like, a little, like, fun surprise? Hey, check your inbox. (laughs) What? No. I don't know. It just seems odd. I mean, camera phones and stuff I get like, weren't that good. So, like, if she was a photographer, I bet she sent, like, some, some thingy things. But they're also mormons and i don't like i think that's not okay it's not but uh i mean they definitely had some premarital coitus
0: yeah (laughs) yeah um so they began dating in february of 2007 but before they even hello alaska speak of the devil (laughs) before they even became a couple jody decided to convert to the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints yes
1: and guess who baptized her
0: (laughs) travis alexander which is weird yes i feel like it was a very emotional day though ew ew and
1: so that i guarantee you guarantee you he sat there and was like listen you're not mormon like can't put the p in the V unless you are a mormon because this is a <gasps> well, month after they met she got baptized by him on november 26 2007 or yeah sixth, sixth, i'm two sorry months. they met in september oh yeah October, you- <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Uh, like two yeah, months no. and it's yeah. a long distance thing
0: yeah well like right off the bat he was like oh well you're not mormon so like this can't go that far Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Except then he also said that he never saw any marriage material in her, which is fucked up, but... Yeah, that one, I feel like that would hurt. Yeah. I don't know if he said that to her, or if he just said it, like, to his friends or whatever. I don't know. But, at some point, I couldn't find the date, but at some point, Jody moved to Mesa, Arizona, to be closer to him. And their relationship only actually lasted for five months. Yeah, it wasn't super long. Yeah, no, they broke up on June 29th, 2007. But even after they broke up, they still, like, spoke. They, like, quote, remained friends. But they they maintained a physical relationship. Shocking. (laughs) And... Part of the reason that they broke up could have been their because, um, Travis's friends did not like Jody. <laughs> she- They have better taste than him. Was a sketchy mofo. <laughs> he, she would, according to Travis's friends, so, like, I mean, not saying that they're biased, even though, like, they are kind of biased. So, like, they're probably like, oh, Travis, you deserve better than this, but, like- also, I feel like when someone's crazy and weird, you no matter what, you, you can tell.
1: Yeah, people usually pick up. Some yeah. people. Not everybody is going to. But yeah. there's red flags that if you're that close to the person, you're either going to ignore. Because you do see them and you're just like, meh. It's fun. It's not going anywhere. Or it's like, no, I love them. I don't care about the red flags. Don't do that, by the way. But, like, you... You knew the red flags. Well, yeah. You saw the red flags for me in my relationship. I always know the Should. red flags, <laughs> and like I didn't listen until yeah, it was way too late. More recent years, <laughs> but like friends are good for telling you those things, even when you don't want to hear
0: them or want to see them. So like, hmm. yeah, she um, so apparently Jody would follow Travis to the bathroom. And, like, wait outside the door. Maybe she had a piss kink. You don't know. And... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And she would, like, eavesdrop on his conversations, like, whether it was on the phone or, like, him and his friends. Oh, yeah. She's the... totally, like, how do you like your eggs? Fertilized kind of person. <laughs> like, don't
1: leave. Like, stay next to me.
0: <laughs> um, The... This is actually a newer documentary. It's on I think it's either ID or it, it or it's a Discovery Plus original. Because like that's how I watch it. Yeah. Watched it on Discovery Plus. And it's called If I Can't Have You, The Jody <laughs> Arias Story. Yeah. I mean that's so accurate though. Yeah. Um, and in this documentary, it's two of Travis's friends, um, Chris and Sky Hughes, they are a married couple who were like really good friends with Travis. Yeah. And they kind of lived like in between Travis and Jody when Jody still lived in California. So like they would often like Jody would go over to their house a lot yeah. to like meet up with Travis and for them to like spend time together. And it was during like an extended stay there that Sky like really was like there's something wrong with Jody.
1: Yeah. Like, why are you so obsessed with him?
0: Yeah, and she like ended like she told her husband Chris about it, and then like they both were like Travis, like we need to talk to you, and so they went into like their like Chris and Sky's bedroom like with the door closed, and they were telling like he she was there with the glass to her ear. She- Sky was telling him a story about, I think. It was, like, a story where he went to, like, the bathroom and she, like, like, I I think he went to the bathroom, but then he, like, took a phone call in the bathroom and she was, like, outside the door, like, listening in to his phone call. And Sky like, realized it and so she was telling him about, telling him, them about it and then, like, all of a sudden she, like, stopped and was, like, and, like, motioned to the door and was, like, she's out there right now listening to us. Like, I bet you she is out. Like, I That's know you, like, that she's out there. Keep casually talking
1: while you're doing that. Just, whoosh,
0: open yeah. The door. And Travis got up and opened the door, and she was standing right outside the door. And she I just wondered like, if she played, like, played it off, like, oh, like. I was just passing through. Like, I forget exactly, but I think she was just like, oh, is something wrong? Like, she was like, asked, like, oh, did something ha-? Like, concern, like, I don't know. Yeah. And I think Travis was like, yeah. Something's wrong. Never mind. You're you're a shady bitch. That's what's wrong. Thanks. And by December of 2007, Travis started dating again. He so he started dating this woman, and according to Travis, Jody had slashed his tires on two different occasions, and. Did he ever get like a restraining order or
1: anything? Mm -mm. Nothing like that. Because like he could have used one. Yeah. Bitches are crazy. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Bitches be crazy. Um, and the woman that he was dating at the time started getting like harassing emails from a John Doe, but they are pretty sure it was Jody trying to like scare her off.
1: I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a little bit wild. Um, Is that the girl that, the, so he had a trip planned, because, like, they ended up working together at some point. Did they not? Who? Jody and Travis. Because she was supposed to go on the work-related trip with him. I didn't know if he, she was, he was bringing somebody. Like, it didn't get into it enough for me to, like, grasp so, 100%. Sh- the Cancun trip. Yeah, so
0: I think originally Jody was supposed to go with Travis like way ahead of time. Like yeah. I think they were still together when that was planned. And then he was and then they both decided that it was for the best that Jody didn't go. Yeah. So then Travis um invited did another it, female. No, yes, who um they so she I think her name was Michelle, is Michelle, but she went by Mimi. They did go on a date but it was like there's nothing here yeah so they yeah so they just stayed friends and he still wanted to take her to cancun just because of how close friends they were and she was like fuck yeah cancun trip like i'm down so it it wasn't her who was being harassed it was like some other okay i just wasn't it it didn't have a name or anything with what i was reading about it yeah i don't think her name's ever mentioned i think it's just like a woman gotcha 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 yeah so in april 2008 jody moved to Eureka, california
1: i pronounced it eureka in my head every
0: time <laughs> so, I looked at oh it. i yeah i pronounce it that way in my head but so i need to like be like no it's not pronounced that way <laughs> it looks like it should be yeah i'm just saying um and she lived with her grandparents there yeah so she claimed that she moved to California to get away from Travis.
1: Yeah, because they were kind of like they weren't together, I think in his mind, but I do feel like in her mind, they were together on and off for that like, yeah, roughly because she moved back to her grandparents house what April 2008. Yes. So she had been in in that area after she had moved for like a little over mm-hmm. a year. And that's everything that I read uh, from like the trial stuff and all of that was like her her ideas when mm-hmm. they weren't constantly fluctuating was like they were together. together.
0: Yes. They might not currently be to- be together right this moment, but that's But they're it- gonna be But they're yeah, he's still my boyfriend. So Yeah, and like that's not how that's not how that works. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking sketchy shit. Yeah. Um but despite her complaint complaining (laughs) what word was i even going to say despite her
1: harassing
0: (laughs) claiming yeah despite her claiming that she moved to california to like be rid of travis they still kept in touch yeah and on i'm sure that you could find proof someplace but no one's ever been like oh yeah here's the proof of that she's the one who stayed in touch, but it's kind of, like, a he-said-she-said thing for some reason.
1: Yeah. Um. Which, I mean, what's he gonna say?
0: I mean, like, not literally he-said-she-said. I know. Yeah. I was just being an asshole. (sighs) What's new? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Um. But it was kind of, like, a he-said-she-said situation of who, like, kept contacting who. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Because, like, Jody says, said, I don't know if she talks about it much anymore. Probably not. But she had said, like, oh, yeah, he, like, I would try to leave and, like, break contact, but he would just keep contacting me, so I would just keep going back to him. Which, given all of the stuff that it came about and, like,
1: was made, everybody was made aware of through all of this, I do feel like maybe, sometimes, sure, he did, but she definitely contacted him more. There's no way she didn't. Not with, you harass his, his girlfriends that he tries to go on dates with. You've slashed his tires, like.
0: Snuck in to his house through a doggy door. That's kind of hilarious. (laughs) That one's kind of funny as hell, actually.
1: I would do that. (laughs) (laughs) like not not for like ma'am like if you had a doggy door and it was like oh like they're home but like they're asleep or something like that night I slept in your driveway 100% would have snuck in a doggy door I know you'd have had that shit locked because you're you but like would have snuck in a doggy door through to get into your house instead of waking you up because I feel weird about that
0: But yeah, that's funny. Even though I ended up waking up super early in that morning, <laughs> going outside and knocking on your window, going, what are you doing?
1: What the fuck's oh, wrong with God. you? Why are you out here? <laughs> I didn't want to wake you up. I did. I felt so bad. I didn't want to wake you up at all.
0: Anyway, where were we?
1: She snuck into his house through a dog door. She was crazy. Oh yeah, that was
0: just a little, ni- and another little thing to show how fucking crazy this bitch is. So yeah, they... They had a very but, yeah, tumultuous they, relationship. Yeah, and that's made very they, apparent. They both have said that they are the ones who tried to break contact like yeah, for good. So the Cancun trip. Travis had a business trip to Cancun. He was taking his one friend and they were supposed to leave June 11th plot twist. But the so the girl that was going with him hadn't heard from him for like a few days and was like, "What is going on? Like yeah, we're scheduled to leave. Yeah, like we're supposed to be leaving tomorrow and like I still haven't heard from you. I've tried to call and text you and nothing." Yeah. Um so she and another friend and her the other friend's boyfriend So, like, two girls and a guy go to Travis's house. And, like, they ring the doorbell knock, and there's no answer. They're like, what the hell? And they end up calling one of Travis's friends, like, other friends, being like, hey, like, we're at Travis's house. We haven't heard from him for a few days. Like, what is going on? And so this friend gives them the code to his garage door to go, to enter the house that way. And they go in, and, like, at this point, like, the girls are like, something like we're this doesn't feel right we're like you make this make the boyfriend go in yeah and look around and there's like no sight like no sight of him they go up to or he goes up to travis's bedroom walks in and sees blood everywhere and is like well fuck good thing the girls didn't come in (laughs) yeah so he like runs out and is like travis is dead (laughs)
1: something happened Uh, yes
0: something went down upstairs in travis's room so obviously they call the police yeah police come by or come come by they just swing by and check things out
1: (laughs) no howdy partner how's it going today (laughs) really terrible sir actually
0: thank you so they show up to the house one of the first detectives that was on scene um his name's Esteban Flores and he was like a big part of arresting Jody and like the trial. yeah. So Travis was found in his bathroom shower. So his bathroom was connected to his bedroom. and he was he had like a just like the single like bathroom or the single shower like like the standing shower. And he was found in a shower dead. He had been there for, like, probably, like six days. yeah, five to six days. Yeah. um Like, his body was decomposing, decomposing and starting to mummify by the time they got there. Yeah. yeah. And apparently he had a roommate, and his roommate was, like, home. Like, not at the time of the murder, but, like, he had been home since the murder
1: although i'm see that i don't think is that suspicious because a friend of mine has housemates that he rents rooms to Mm -hmm. and if he was murdered in his bedroom they'd have no idea yeah none the only thing like what about the smell the smell but see then again like he's in an upstairs bedroom he has his own hallway that like nobody even goes in his hallway that's his yeah like that's his space you don't go over there everybody else is downstairs
0: yeah i think part. that was kind of the same setup because i think he had two people that he was like renting rooms to yeah and it was like travis was like up, was had like the upstairs floor and then and like they had the their own thing. spaces. yeah
1: yeah that's how this is and like realistically yeah you wouldn't if there's no pets involved, like that would need to like go out and go to the bathroom. Well, I think Travis
0: had a dog. But I think it was also like they were housemates and not like but they were like close enough that's like, well, he like, wh- needs to go out. Yeah, like this is like this is the house dog. So yeah. like we're gonna like we're not just gonna not take care of this dog yeah. because someone else isn't like Yeah, no, I get that. And like yeah. they had like different work schedules and stuff. So, so like they it probably do- didn't bump yeah. into each other enough yeah, yeah. i don't and i like never thought it different. was like suspicious that like the roommate was like involved or anything but it was just kind of like a weird thing like how do you not
1: do you not realize yeah. your yeah but roommate's also been like, missing for
0: they're all grown men so it's like you do you yeah we do we. like yeah hmm. like jared and his dad have gone like months without talking Not like in a bad way, just like whatever. It just happens. And i will be like, Have you talked to your dad recently? And he's like, No, I'm like, Maybe you should try calling him. And then like, he'll try calling him and he doesn't answer. I'm like, Did you talk to your dad? And he's like, No. I'm like, Okay. Well, like, what if he's dead? (laughs) (laughs) And Jared goes, Listen, it's not my fault because literally almost every single time I see Jim, he talks about dying. I do. And Jared just goes, Well, then he's dead. I'm like, that's nice. Thanks. He's, at,
1: he's Thanks. at home right now, mummifying. Yeah, I mean, he's not right now
0: because I saw him earlier today, so oh, I know. Good, good, good. But yes. Okay. Really quick, before I get into the details, I'm just gonna put a quick trigger warning for anyone who doesn't want to hear details. So anyway, Travis is dead in the shower. He's been stabbed 27 times in the chest and back. His throat is slit from ear to ear so badly that he's nearly decapitated and was shot in the face.
1: Which they could not determine whether that was pre- or post-mortem.
0: Yes, because of the decomposition.
1: Yeah. He was too far gone.
0: So, this is obviously a murder investigation.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there was no question. This wasn't- anything but murder
0: yeah so the like detective starts asking his friends like hey like do you have any idea of who could have done this
1: I feel like every single one was like jody 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 jody, jody.
0: more than one of his friends i'm not gonna i'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt i guess and say i don't think it was every single one but there was at least more than one friend of travis alexander's who was like you need to look into Jody Arias. Yeah, bitch is crazy. She she did this. Yeah. So, on June tenth, the same day that Travis's body is found, um, Jody called the, the um, Maricopa County Police Department to like discuss Travis's death. So, like, she ends up talking to the detective, Esteban Flores, and she just tells him, she's like, yeah, like, I just wanted to call, I heard that Travis passed away. Yeah,
1: passed and away. I wanted
0: to try, like, help in any way that I can, and, like, blah, 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 blah. And she goes, on this phone call, she's like, I heard that there was a lot of blood, like, what, like, do you know what weapons were used? Were there any weapons left behind? ma'am these are weird questions i'm sorry why are you asking that yeah like what so like if you weren't suspicious already which you were now you're very fucking suspicious why are you calling the police and asking what kind of weapons were used in the fucking murder of your quote great friend yeah what yep what so, Jody ends up going into the, like, police department to speak in person to Detective Flores. Yeah. She's going to be interrogated.
1: Yes. I don't think she knew it when she agreed to go there.
0: Correct. Per se. But. Yeah. Um, and so she goes and she voluntarily gets fingerprinted and dna tested or gives dna whatever So (laughs) they take um like a cheek swab from her to get her dna okay yeah yeah standard yeah i mean it's a bit strange for people to go in and willingly do that like right off the bat Unless you're like... But she's crazy and probably is like, well, this is going to make me look innocent. Yeah, if I do this stuff. Sure. And being so helpful. They'll never think it's me. You're wrong. So, along with all the blood and hair that was found in Travis's apartment or house, there was also a camera. That was put in the washing machine. Yeah. I guess it was dirty, so someone decided to clean it. Washing machine is definitely where I clean out
1: my digital camera. Yeah. For sure.
0: Duh. Um, And thankfully, they were able to recover a memory card and photos on that memory card. Yeah. A lot of photos were time-stamped for the day that Travis was killed. Yeah. Some of them from earlier in the day, are of Travis, and some are of Jody. Yeah, in his bed,
1: in sexually suggestive poses, completely
0: fucking naked. Yeah, and it's really funny if you watch documentaries. The detective Flores, he ends up whipping these photos out because she. So, her first story going into the, this questioning with this detective, she's like, yeah, I haven't seen Travis since, um, since April of,
1: it was April of
0: that year. Yeah, that's sorry, when they yeah, officially... April of 2008, when she moved to California. Yeah,
1: when, when the Cancun trip was decided on, that yeah. she would no longer be attending that. Yeah,
0: but they last spoke on June 3rd on the phone
1: yeah they had call records of that
0: yeah and she she was on a road trip during the time of his murder she she was going up to utah to visit a friend slash possibly romantic partner who also worked at prepaid legal services so she was nowhere near Mesa. Of course not. At the time of the murder. How should, he, how could she do that? How and could she be the one to murder? Detective was just so, like,
1: bam, bitch, yeah, you're a so liar. He,
0: so he whips out these photos.
1: Oh, really? Her, Is that true?
0: But covers, like, her body up. <laughs> like, he's like, I don't want to expose yourself to yourself. But <laughs> You uh, can't see your naked body. But uh, here's these photos that we found. Shit, this bitch goes, oh, yeah, that does look like me. Ma'am, that's because it is you. <laughs> what? Maybe
1: it was a twin. She had an evil twin. She, yeah,
0: she has a doppelganger I'm surprised she didn't go with that framed story her for, at some point. She's still alive in jail. She, she could just, appeal she, it. Yeah, we don't she, know.
1: She'll hear this podcast somehow and be like, fuck, that's a good idea. It <laughs> oh was a doppelganger, God. guys. Take it to the Supreme <laughs> Court. Let's go.
0: So... So yeah, she claims that she hadn't seen Travis since April. There was no possible way that she could have done any of this. Done any of this cuz she hadn't even seen him. So then Detective Flores goes, "But Jody, what if I have proof that you were there? What would you say then?" She goes, "Well, that's impossible." You're making pictures. <laughs> Here's photos of you in his house on the day that he died. How do you uh now? What do you want to tell? How me? do you explain that? And so he like he ends up giving her like a little bit of a break
1: to try to come up I with guess, another story. Yeah.
0: yeah, a story she does come up with. <laughs> she pulled it out of her ass. Like, I guess- like, we gotta give her that. It's impressive that you can come up with shit like this, even though, like, it's an awful story. She, like-
1: I mean, she premeditated this in- in a good way, um- poor execution but like she did think about it she did try to get away with it for sure Mm -hmm. i mean the may 28th robbing of her grandparents home where she lived yep where one of the things that was stolen was a fucking 25
0: handgun like yep um which is the same casing that was found at the crime scene 25 caliber like shell was there it was there oh is that just a coincidence (laughs) jody that your grandparents were robbed a week before the murder and one of the notable things that went missing was a gun yeah
1: so the timeline for this thus far april it was decided she wasn't coming to cancun anymore
0: and she moved to wyreca california with her grandparents yes
1: may he invites the Michelle friend to go to Cancun with him. Instead, he, like, gets that set up. hmm That's supposed to be in June. Then in June is when, like, the murder, or not the murder, the... Road trip? No, the break-in. Jesus. Oh. The, the break-in and robbery of her grandparents' home for the supposed murder weapon that was never found so it could not be confirmed it yes. was 100% from that guy. Yes. But like the coincidence. Yeah,
0: come on. ...is too much. <laughs> so, were you going to say something? No, uh, nope, else? nope okay. I'm good now. So, she comes up with the story. Detective Flores comes back in, she goes, "Okay, you caught me. I was there when Travis was murdered." But I didn't do it. No, of course you didn't. Travis was in the shower. I was taking pictures of him. Because that's what we were doing. And, um... All of a sudden, I heard this really loud pop. And then Travis was screaming. And there were two masked intruders. There, suddenly. And it it was a man and a woman. And... The intruders they they only wanted travis of course i was actually no so her first story was that she was somehow able the the intruders were focused on travis so she was able to grab her purse and run and then she kept driving and didn't stop yeah but then the details changed slightly and the intruders only wanted travis they only were planning for travis to be there but, when they saw her, they were thrown for a loop, and they th- this man and woman started arguing. The woman wanted her to be killed also, and the man was like, no, no, she's not a part of this. So he so he goes in Jody's purse, takes out her wallet, her driver's license, goes, I know where you live. If you say a word about this to anyone, I am going to come to your house and... Do, what you're, do to your family what I'm doing to Travis now.
1: So that part right there of it struck me as, okay, she's the type who occasionally will watch true crime stuff, or she never watched true crime, and she got into it when she started thinking about murdering him and watched a ton of episodes. Like, I would love to see her, like, on-demand content, like, what she <laughs> tivo kind of shit. Guaranteed she has some fucking, like, ID channel shit on there, like, 48-hour shit, trying to figure out, hmm, what's my story gonna be? What do I need to do? How do I murder him? How do I make it look like it was an accident? Whatever. And then she just fucked it all up because she wasn't smart enough to, like, actually do it.
0: That's my theory. Yeah. It's like, like, this isn't a
1: fucking movie.
0: Bitch, if people were going into a house to kill people, they would kill everyone that was there, not just their target. They're
1: not going to leave witnesses. Yeah.
0: Yep. Like,
1: take your fucking ID. Like, what? I know where you live now.
0: Yeah, come on, ma'am. I keep saying ma'am a lot this episode, and it's bothering me now.
1: I like it. I'm enjoying it. Okay.
0: Well, at least you are. I like it. <laughs> so, that was her story. That was what she was sticking to. I did not kill Travis Alexander. I'm innocent. God knows I'm innocent. No jury will ever convict me of this murder. (laughs) Spoiler. She's in jail now. She's in jail for the rest of her her life. life. Her trial started on January 2nd. 2013 and leading up to the trial there was one point where she wanted to um represent herself (laughs) could you imagine and it lasted like maybe a month and she was like oh my god i'm way in over my head yeah like she went to the judge and said that so her defense was reinstated um one of the defense attorneys that was originally assigned to her actually like appealed to like be taken off the case and it was granted it's like hmm I wonder why that is
1: Jody, I feel like she probably was like oh well they can't say anything I'm gonna tell them the truth and make them try to get me out of it because I could see her doing that like as crazy and fucked up as it is like she has she's telling different stories you have to know All of these different stories are making you look more guilty and more guilty and Mm -hmm. more guilty. A a non-guilty person isn't going to sit here and be like, hmm, well, here's the bedtime story for the night. This is the version I'm telling you now. Like, no, that's not how this works. Like, what happened? Tell us what Mm -hmm. happened.
0: Yeah, so the, so at the start of the trial, she, so it's decided they're going into this trial And there's- there's a new story. Jody comes forward, admits, yes, I- okay, so I've been lying. Shocker. I did kill Travis Alexander- damn it, I can't even say it with a straight face! It's cause it's ridiculous! (laughs) She says, I did kill Travis Alexander, but it was in self-defense, because he's been beating me this whole time. Yeah. Bitch, what?! (laughs) No. Like, like, I get, okay, so I've never experienced, like, an awfully abusive relationship. I have. (laughs) So, and yeah, so, like, your experience is, like, how, like, my experience, but not obviously, because it's not actually my experience, but my, like, secondhand experience, and it's hard for me to, and I actually know that this is very common in, like, abusive relationships that, like, the abusee the abused the abused, thanks <laughs> the abused will often go back Yep. <laughs> here I am <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I guess that makes sense, cause it's like
1: no, it makes no sense, but it does happen
0: I meant it makes sense in the way that, like, she is saying that, like, Travis keeps contacting her, so she just keeps going back. And it's like, but if he was so abusive, why would you go back? After moving to California, why would you then decide to go back?
1: Yeah, distance is not a thing
0: for that. Yeah. So, either way, I'm sorry. There's just not enough evidence (laughs) that he was abusive. Yeah, like, there's no... There's... Also, this is your, like, fourth story of yeah. what happened to this man, so, like...
1: Yeah, I like, don't... I don't buy into that side of it. Like, yeah. to There's too many people that during their relationship did notice, like, how toxic it was, Mm -hmm. which you can have a toxic relationship without having physical abuse, and that's what she's claiming. She's not just claiming, like, oh, he was psychologically abusive. No, like, this is, like, domestic violence. Like, this is physical abuse she's claiming.
0: Yeah, like, I believe that they had a very toxic relationship and that they were, I think they were both, like...
1: Mentally abusive to uh, each but, other. Yes. Emotionally, verbally, and mentally abusive to each yes. other. Yes. And that's
0: really all they had evidence of. Yeah. On Travis's side. Until
1: she killed him. Then they had the, like, actual domestic stuff.
0: Well, yes.
1: But, like, I... Personally, there would have been something. She's living with her grandparents. so Anytime he would have seen her, if he put his hands on her, her grandparents would have been able to attest to bruising, to... To, uh, like... It is something where, like, I know in my personal experience, like, I kept that behind closed doors for a long time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nobody knew that was going on. It was, like, a, like, hey, yeah, we have a toxic-ass relationship, but I'm, like, happy. What, yeah. Air quote, happy. So, people didn't necessarily know that side of things until, like, it did. I finally broke down, like, was just, like, hey, I'm going to be open about it. Here it is. Mm-hmm. And, but, like, when you, I lived alone at that point. Yeah,
0: like, you guys had your own place. Like, it was easy to hide. Yes. Because, like, also at that point, like, you weren't, like, spending time with anyone. Anyone, really.
1: No. Like, I didn't see my family. I didn't see friends. Like, I didn't see you guys. Like, I nothing. So... That's one of those things where, like, you're not going to be able to hide that as easily. Unless her grandparents were just literally so unobservant that they were just like, oh, whatever. It's not... That's not a realistic claim to make at this point. I don't believe that at all.
0: Yeah, so there... So she comes with the story of um, physical abuse and sexual abuse. He forced her to have anal sex and... Uh, and just normal sex, because she didn't want to have sex. Even though there are several written, typed text messages and emails. Yeah, there was a lot of fucking showing, emails. Showing that she wanted to have sex with this man. Yeah. Like, no. No. Yeah. He, no. Just no. No. Um, But so, she comes about with the physical abuse claim. And the prosecutor's like, or no, it was the defense, I think, was like, do you have proof of this? And she's like, yeah, he broke my finger, and now it's crooked. And it's like, can you show your hand? And so she holds up her hand, and her finger, her ring finger, is like crooked like this. But like, like that. But so see how just I just like bent see how I just finger? bent my finger, yeah, and then it stayed in that position. And her hand was like, sh- which okay, granted, she's on the stand, so like yeah, maybe she could be nervous, so like nervous shaking. But like to keep her like you one have tension in it, yeah, yeah. And like before she holds up her fingers, like they're hid, like her the, her hands are hidden, yeah. Like m- what? Like no, like I just S- made my fingers look sketch, cro- look crooked the way you said it was, and the prosecutor. Ends up pulling this picture up of her and is like, was this after the attack you just said? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, then why is your finger perfectly fine in this picture? Yeah. She gets caught up in a lot of her lies, like, very easily. Yeah. Because, yo, the prosecutor of this case, Juan Martinez, is fucking crazy. Like, he does not give a shit. Like, he, oh my god. It's hilarious. There's a series on Hulu mm-hmm. about this. And so, like, it shows a lot of, like, the trial. Yeah. And he's just wild. Like, I was cracking up laughing during, like, half of this documentary. When he's it was cross-examining he it was her. so
1: ridiculous. And
0: she... Oh, man. It was so funny. <laughs> so... And so Jody, she was on stand for 18 days, which for anyone who doesn't know, that's a really long ass time for a murder suspect to be on the stand of their trial. Also, I forgot to mention, she was indicted with the first degree murder charges on July 9th which is her fucking birthday. Good. Uh, fucking dig. <laughs> she deserves that. So going so this trial was um the defense focused heavily on Travis was an abusive asshole and she kill she did kill him, but it was in self-defense because she feared for his life. The, feared for her life? Yeah, feared for her life. Okay. Sorry.
1: No, I was just, I was making sure.
0: (laughs) So, like, she went to Travis's house because they were like, yeah, let's have one last day together and then it'll be, this is the end of it for good. So she goes, they spend time together, they have sex, and then afterwards, like... She- they want to do a photo shoot in the shower- with Travis in the shower.
1: Well, that's one of the things that she even admitted, that she, like, wanted to take pictures of him Mm -hmm. in the shower. And then, like, literally, you have a picture at time A, and then, like, minutes later, time Mm -hmm. B- oh, he's he's was in the shower in the first picture, perfectly fine, standing up, like, in a shower, normal person, to, bam, okay, now there's just blood everywhere and a body that is presumed to be his on the floor.
0: Yeah. Like, what? So.
1: And you, but you admitted to taking the first picture. Who the fuck jumped in there and was like, oh,
0: surprise. Well, no, at this point, she admits that she was lying. And she's I know. just... But just the fact that she even tried to lie about it in the first place. She's an idiot.
1: She thinks she's smart. It's too dumb to comprehend, like, her logic.
0: Bro, I don't know. But, so she's taking these pictures, and then she drops Travis's camera by accident. Yeah. So then he goes into a fit of rage. She's terrified. So she runs into his closet because she knows... He has a gun hidden there, shoots him in the face, and, and, then, then, pro- stabs and him. then proceeds to stab him 27 times and slits his throat. So, the medical examiner testified on trial saying that the shot to his face would have incapacitated him and he no shit (laughs) and he had several defensive wounds on his hands and arms so the shot was after the. so the shot was after she stabbed the fuck out of him yeah and half the stabs okay i don't know if it was half the stabs but some of the stabs are in his back that's not that's
1: and those were it, determined. They were shallow stabs, which, it, it, to me, that indicates like, of trying to get away. away.
0: Yeah. Like I guess you could say like he was trying to like tackle her and she wrapped. But even then, I feel like they would be deeper, deeper wounds. Depending than... on
1: how he had her wrapped and where the like, actual where her stabs arm, yeah.
0: were. Yeah. Like that. That's like the not that I'm defending her because if you haven't noticed by now,
1: she's garbage.
0: She's a fucking psychotic nut job for sure who murdered this man and deserved to be convicted of first-degree murder and spend the rest of her life in jail
1: yeah absolutely
0: (laughs) so the so the defense um also was saying she had ptsd and that's another factor of why she killed him it's. Like, I get that again me, I your get, meme cool motive still murder? murder like what no like I'm sorry like I do understand that there are times that people do bad things because of mental disorders or abuse and self defense. But this case just that it's
1: this isn't gray area in this case like yeah, th- that would this be is, yeah this yeah. is pretty fucking black and white like you you harassed this man for a year year and a half you slashed his tires you harassed people he tried to get involved with involved with like you you were fucking obsessed with and it was very creepy and off-putting. And, like, obviously he had some issues of his own that he kept allowing you back in or kept asking you to come back in, whatever the case may be. But you still don't get to kill someone. Yeah. That's like, not allowed.
0: Yes. And that that was the defense. So the defense was going about this that, yes, Jodi killed him, but it was in self-defense, so she does not deserve the first-degree murder conviction. She deserves... Honestly, I forget what they were going with. Probably, like, intentional manslaughter, where it's, like...
1: Yeah, the, like, that's, like, like kind she,
0: of... Yeah, she meant to kill him, but... Was like, in a fit of defending
1: like, self, whatever. Yeah. yeah, like, it wasn't thought about beforehand. It was in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Like, don't... Whatever. But, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Had it not been for the fact that, like, she obviously was the one that robbed her grandparents' house of the fucking gun...
0: Yeah, because there honestly, there really wasn't anything else missing from that robbery.
1: And she set up a whole entire fake road trip.
0: Yeah. She made sure she, she had receipts from a gas station at a certain time.
1: Yes. In Utah, where she told her first story, that's what she told him. That's what she told the fucking investigator who was interrogating her. That she was going on a long road trip through what was it utah or something yeah, yeah yeah
0: she was go so she was going
1: she tried really hard to set this up so yeah. that she would she not went- take the fall
0: yeah so she went like the i think her she was tracked like just like from receipts and stuff like and like time and all yeah and stuff. like she rented a car in california which i'm pretty sure she has a car why are you renting a car just saying A little suspicious. (laughs) And so she ends up going to Arizona, but it's because she got lost. And then she didn't end up in Utah the what at the time that she was supposed to, because she got tired, so she pulled off on the side of the road and decided to sleep.
1: Yeah, and as a single woman in that time frame, like and you're a salesperson who like apparently you were gonna go on a trip to Cancun, you must not be that hard off for money. Like, are you really gonna pull over on the side of the road to sleep? Or are yeah. you gonna get a hotel?
0: Yeah, liar. So the prosecution went really hard at this bitch is just crazy and killed him because she was jealous and angry. Hundred percent. And and they were correct. Yes. And the Juan Martinez's like opening statement was like, listen. How many times has she changed her story? How are we supposed to believe anything she says at this point?
1: Yeah. Like, come on. Again, this brings me back to the whole, like, I'm telling the truth. I promise. Like. Okay. Yeah, my kid tells me that all the time. And guess what? He's fucking lying. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, on April. In April of 2013, a juror was dismissed because they seemed biased yeah in the case and you can't have that as a juror no so they were dismissed and then two more were eventually released during the trial and (laughs) this trial was like one of the most publicized trials of its time everything was super public there were There were huge crowds of people outside the courthouse. Well, yeah, and they they signs and chanting like they were there were so many people chanting like justice for Travis or like Travis Alexander all this shit. Juan Martinez was signing autographs. Like, what? Come on, people! What is going on? Definitely
1: turned into it was a circus. Like, it really was.
0: Yeah, and it like I mean it makes it more interesting, I guess. But the trial was very very heavily focused on this sexual relationship and sexual nature of both of these people's lives. Yeah. Which, I guess, factors into it to a degree, but it's, like... It
1: also was there's not more the main Im- focus. Yeah. Like, she killed him. Yeah. Regardless of whether they had sex
0: beforehand or not. Yeah. There's, there's more important things to focus on here. And in the new... In, like, the... New documentary, If I Can't Have You. That just came out this year, I think. I want to say February, but it might have been later. Mm -hmm. Um, And that actually... So it did show both sides to it because there were interviews with, like, Travis's friends. But it seemed, like, very heavily focused on the defense and stuff so, like it was kind of from like that point of view. Mhm. And w- so one of the defense attorneys, Jennifer Wilmot, she was being interviewed and everything, and there's like at one point she's like this is clearly not like first degree murder, like it wasn't premeditated. Like if she went there with a gun planning on doing this, why wouldn't she kill him w- right away? Why would she wait? It wasn't like she- why not catch him off guard and i look over to jared and i'm like B- if i spent the whole day with someone having sex whatever and then she just shoots me and or attacks me with a knife in the shower, i'd be pretty fucking caught off guard yeah like that was a bad argument ma'am yeah i definitely feel like, <laughs> like she
1: wanted her last to a- or she had the intentions of going there to immediately kill him and then it was like a oh we're gonna what? fix this and i think In my, in my, in my mind, given the history that I had, I could easily see that being, like, a, they had this wonderful day, this good time, and then she wanted to have that talk with him of, like, okay, like, where do we stand? Are you, like, I really don't want you to take that girl to Cancun, kind of a thing. Like, we Mm -hmm. just had this great time, like, we're so good together, even though we're not, like, let's fix this. He said no, and I think that's where it went from like a, I'm taking cute, sexy pictures of you in the shower to like, boom, you're bloody on the floor. I slit your fucking throat and stabbed you twenty seven times. <laughs> like, yeah. Just my opinion of it. Like she, that set her off. It was either yeah. like, like the fucking thing is called like, if I can't have you, nobody can. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come here to fix this, and if you don't, this is my backup plan. Yeah. So premeditated. Yeah.
0: 100%. Yeah. So she she was found guilty of first-degree murder on May 8th, 2013. And then it was like the sentencing part of the trial and there ended up being two separate hung juries because yeah. they cuz at this point honestly throughout this whole thing, they the prosecute the prosecution was trying to Say like if she gets convicted of first degree murder, she should be sentenced to the death penalty. Yeah. I'm... So at the sentencing part of it, the both of these juries they couldn't. They
1: couldn't come to. They couldn't like a... come
0: to a unanimous decision that she would be put to death. Yeah. That just they could not agree on that. And
1: that as public as this whole trial and everything was, they did hold a lot of like their i don't know what is court sessions. Mhm. Is that right? Mhm. Mm-hmm. They did like they held them secretly. Like they didn't let the media know. That was one of the things that came up in the trial was that they kept like a lot of stuff under wraps so that it wasn't some big spectacle circus thing going on just so that they didn't have those crowds outside. Like, could you imagine trying to sit there and, like, question a witness and stuff while you have people, like, screaming
0: outside? Yeah. That kind of shit? Like, that would be nuts. Yeah. And so, since there were two separate juries that could not decide on the sentencing, the judge had to do it yeah. on her own. And she was like, well, you're just gonna get life in prison. Yeah. Not gonna kill you, but, uh... Yeah. Enjoy metal beds and bars. And honestly, I feel, I mean, I doubt that this is actually the reason, but if I was a judge and I was the judge on this case, I definitely would have done this because earlier in, I'm not sure if it was during the trial or before the trial started when she was in jail, in an interview she said that she would rather um, be put to death than Serve life in prison because it was awful because it would death would be freedom, yeah. And she, she just want she would want freedom as soon as possible, even though she fucking. I'm sorry, man, you had a blast in fucking jail. Don't know if you still are, but you were having a blast in jail. You competed in like an American Idol contest in jail, mm. oh, didn't in prison. I didn't see that part, that's fucking yeah, weird. I think she won. <laughs>
1: She deserves to win nothing.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I w- if I was the judge, I would have been like, "Yep, you're uh, you're spending the rest of your life in prison, and it's going to be a very, very long life." Yeah, she's not old. So have fun. Yeah, she's uh, she's like thirty nine now. Yeah. No, she'd be forty
1: something now. She was born in eighty. So she's forty. She's 40. She'll be 41 in June, yeah. July.
0: The article that I read was probably written, like, 2019. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. She'd be that age, then. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look at that.
1: <laughs> Us doing math. Yeah. Um.
0: But, yeah, that was... uh. That's the case of Jody Arias murdering Travis Alexander and deciding to lie about it 20,000 times and still um expecting to get away with murder yeah somehow she's fucking crazy the logic was very flawed there yeah (laughs) i don't i don't understand it but hey it
1: made sense to her yeah she definitely thought she was getting away with it yeah
0: she was convinced she had too
1: much confidence yep but yeah, so if you enjoyed this, please give us a rate. Uh, you can check all of our social medias out on altcultnationpodcast.com.
0: Good job. Thanks. Yes, if you have any fun stories to tell us, you can email us at altcultnationpodcast at gmail.com. We also have a contact us page thing on our website. Yeah. And yeah, I hope... Or we hope you keep listening because we're gonna keep doing it. Yeah, we're gonna keep having more episodes, so yeah, you might as well join the ride. Join, join. Oh my god! Join
1: the fun! Yeah, so much fun. (laughs) Okay, you might as well dare to join us.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Full circle. That was my plan the whole time. You're a smart woman. Thank you. I try. You're welcome. Okay. Well, um. Okay. Bye.